really tough, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Crisis Talkers, welcome back to another episode of Crisis Talk. Now, today, uh, we're going to be talking about the backlash of the Euros and other kind of social repercussions that, that, that we've witnessed over the past few days. Um, obviously, we're a little bit late to the party, but if you saw the last episode, you saw I predicted it, that Italy was going to win. But anyways, let's get into it. I'm Will Sianji, the outrageous one. What's good, people? Should go, Lisa. And uh, it's Palumi. I'm, like always, I'm excited to be here. Um, today we have a guest with us. He's been on the podcast before. He's from Sliders Pod, and he's a member of Creation Foundation's core team. So say hi. Hey, what's up, everyone? Who's tough? Find out on the pod, aka Champion. And um, yeah, man, doing a little feature in that. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Well. Last week was a whole pandemic within a pandemic. It was a whole mess. It was a whole S-H-I-T show. I hope I spot that correctly because that's going to be very yeah. embarrassing. Guys, it's 27 degrees. So if we all seem very like, I don't know, just blame it on the, blame it on the sunlight. Yep. So last week, you know, we discussed what, we, what may have come about if England lost, which unfortunately they did. The football didn't come home, but what was released from people's homes was absolute chaos, racism, and vandalism. So this ounce of freedom and like liberation and excitement just got to everybody's heads. But people being naked and standing on top of microphones, you know, wiggling their dingling dings all over the show, people throwing cups, beers, whatever you name it, up in the air, like, frankly embarrassing. That is what you call British culture, craziness. Literally, but that's how I'm just gonna start. Literally, and do you know what's so interesting? Like all of those things that you just said that were happening, like in London in Leicester Square, like Leicester Square was a whole mess, and this was before the this was even before the match. And then they the cleaners cleaned it up, and the next day it was like nothing had happened. The fact that it didn't come home, everyone just had to like everyone the next day everyone just kind of had to just go back to work because like because there wasn't gonna be like anything else happening because some schools were gonna start later if they won, some job some places to work were gonna like be start later because of the night before so it was tesco was closing early on and i was just like wow so this is so this is what we're doing um because i because of the excitement of the football and then everything that happened in the match with the penalties i feel like that reaction afterwards just says all <sighs> i don't know i don't know if you've seen it on snapchat on that Rashid and, and Sancho on a private jet going to Tets and Caicos or something. These guys, they're fine. As they should. They're fine. As they should. I mean, yeah, they deserve it. I'm not. I'm not taking that away from. Half, I'm keen to. I'm keen to hear what you what what you have to say in terms of like just everything in its entirety. I started seeing people's stories, and I'm like, yo, I'm seeing black men in club, black women in in pubs and stuff, and everyone's like, it's coming home, it's coming home, and then. In that moment, before the England game, I was like, raw football, like, I deeped that football brings people together. That's when I, it was not a peak for black people in pubs. And then I like, I see the joke here and I'm like, haha, it's funny. But then I see the joke on everyone's story. You get me? Like the first couple of times it was funny. Then I was like, yo, I think man are like genuinely scared. And then when we were going to, I was like, yo guys, let's go to the pub. But then some guys were like, fam, 
if if England loses, you believe it. <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit, okay, this is this is real. And then the England Euros game happened, and then you see how the black people before it even happened, we knew in the back of our minds, like sure we're like dancing and we're smiling with with white people in pubs and stuff, but we know um, British people would be praising the black players and the black community, and they'll be getting love, but it's not real. It's under the condition that you won't see that after happened really put it into perspective as to why black people just stick with black people and and it's Pete that you always have to be consciously aware of your safety to a higher degree than any other race in this country and that really just it all brought it out from football follow me with what I'm trying to say here because I I I want what I'm trying to say to be understood so um look like William said it was the three there was three of them black players that missed right and on the and on the England like flag thing is three it's three lions right so I kind of find it like it's a, it was quite, it was quite a cathartic. Players, the black players, quote unquote, are, are the people that have helped get this team this far. So I, I kind of, I kind of like, I kind of like, I, I was at peace with it because I was like saying like, okay, if black players are the one that helped um, get this team this far, then black players are the ones that are going to help them get the get the get further next time. So things have a funny way of t- turning around so 10 years from now people people will now say oh they missed 10 years ago and now this is what happened and like as if they say they will win fingers crossed but i also do want to say something as well i don't think and uh, i saw on twitter i saw on twitter and I, I i think this is a very important point the conversation has been swayed in a way that oh these three players are now like martyrs for like oh my god however the point of the point that that needs to be still remembered is that this is the daily lives of people who aren't rich, who aren't famous, who don't have like the security, don't have the the money to to to, to protect them. These are the daily lives that black people have to have to face, and that let's like, let's not forget that. And when we talk about British culture, um, because I also wanted to bring in this point, when we talk about British culture, like it was found out that like domestic violence um, incidences inc- um, um, increases whether they lose or win, like. Like domestic violence is on, 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 on the British society. So that's something that needs to be tackled as well. But um, yeah, those are just wait, my... I have something to add as well, yeah. Um, so wait, can, can you guys hear me clearly? The way I understand this behavior is like it's white ego or or something like, along those lines in it. In terms of like British people are already, they already have a reputation of being hooligans when they're abroad. For example, when they go Malaga, Benidorm, you know them coronation places there, fam. Like I don't know, like them ones. So that when they go abroad, British people are known. Ibiza, yeah, Ibiza. Like you'll see them being rude to the people in their own country. You get me? And so that hooliganism, like it's already known in Europe, and then they also do it at home. And it's that ego of knowing that what we can do whatever we want just because we can't simply because like I looked at the numbers yeah and I think as black people sometimes we forget how little uh, like we like um how the small of an amount of black people are in England like there's three percent of black people 3.3 percent of black people in England 50 percent almost 50 percent of black people are in London imagine almost 50 percent are in London fam and then everyone else is scattered away. And so when you have that much dominance in a country, again, like this is their home country. So of course they have that much dominance. So already they, they, they don't really consider the minorities feeling, you get me? So in terms of like group psychology and that, if the, if the majority has got the momentum, like why, they, why, why would they care like what the minorities think? Why would, they, why would they respect that? And then when you look at the hooliganism, that's also mob mentality as well. So when you look at that 
mob mentality of, yeah, um, it's not me, tough doing the damage. It's us as a collective doing the damage. So then it's okay because they're not going to catch me. But from when the riots happen, aren't people still getting arrested from the riots? That they're still trying to catch people from the riots and all those things. There. So people don't get away with it as easily as they think they would. And even then, there were police still out getting people. But that didn't, you get me? As soon as police come, man them scatter. <laughs> These men are trying to fight the police. <laughs> you get me? Like, the behaviours are too different. You get me? Uh, that's, that's how I understand this behaviour. You guys have said some, made, made some great points there. The egos, they got so high. Uh, when you have all these, I hear the reason, the vandalism, the, the domestic abuse that, you know, just all, all the social repercussions as well. They didn't deserve the Euros. They didn't. And Italy were just a way better team. And it was yeah, just amazing. What... It was just satisfying that the English got that slap in the face. It was just satisfying. That's what people so... said. People said that the team, does um, the team deserved the trophy, but not England as a country. Um, and I think that, like, I feel like that says a lot, but I think what, but what happens next? That's my question. Of like, how would they go? How how is this going to change? Because like, it's I think so. Because it's the World Cup that's next, right? Like that's the next mm -hmm. big football thing. So like, if that like if that happens again, and like England goes to goes to the final, and then if they lose again, like how how's that gonna how's that gonna affect everything? Because I think people always. They always like talk about like oh the now, but like these these things have just repeat themselves. It's because I guess now it's become part of um, British culture. Quote, can, I, you know what? can I come with a prediction real quick? Sorry, I, if I if I just put in really quickly there. Personally, I feel like they shouldn't even allow England to to play in to play in the World Cup. Personally, no, that's the that's that's the that's. I know, a, I know, it's gonna sound wild, and I know it's a thing that people are like, "Why are you gonna punish England? England just does not deserve well, that." that. Do you know how many countries should participate if you're talking about <laughs> if you're talking about like like the reputation of the country? Because my prediction is, yeah, especially if. They they do poorly in the World Cup. Boris Johnson, it's a ticking time bomb. You will be leaving the House of Parliaments. Somebody is going to replace. You'd hope Labour, but what are they capable of? Let's see. But that's, Wait, that's why, my why, why would that have an impact on Boris because Johnson? of national morale, right? The 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 morale of the country when everyone when England was winning, it was four 0 It was it's coming home. Everyone was high, everyone was happy. It was kind of like, let's keep everything the way that it is. You've seen, okay, this is not good enough anymore. Let's mix it up. So now, so now, so then football is now political. I guess it's always been political, but it's always been, I mean, morale has a big influence on the way that people are going to vote. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Look at Brexit. Anyway, that's yeah. just my, my crazy prediction. Anyway, it's, it's maybe it's a bit of a loose connection, but. I really do feel like there's going to be an indirect effect. Because it's not even just that. You also got to bear in mind the, the, the past two years of, of fuckery. You know <laughs> what I mean? So either way, I feel like... And I, I'm saying the other way around. If England had won, I reckon uh, Boris Johnson might have been all right for a little bit longer if COVID doesn't... If there's not one more mad COVID situation. I don't know. But anyways... Yeah, I, I agree with William in that, you know... The, the the media works well works together with politics and in that like that's the main like but sometimes but people are that simple. Sense. I have no, a question. That, when, is, when is the World Cup? Next year, next summer. 
oh, next year. Oh, I thought it was coming up some point this year. I was like, no, we're not ready for that right now. Like, everyone well, needs to calm down and take, chill, and take a chill pill. Everyone the additional sort of like this racial battle fatigue that you have to face each and every day, even when you're trying to enjoy yourself, even when you want to integrate yourself with other people, even when you just want to be at peace with people, like people lost their lives, crime, stabbing, all of that went absolutely shot out of the roof just from just from that that scenario with football like i don't know it's wild it's just crazy they're not talking about the other they're not talking about how racism sort of like spread across the board for the general public they're not talking about the increase of hate crime they're not talking about how how black people lost their lives during that and making the connection because it was racially motivated they're not doing that and this is what frustrates me the most like even right now with Rashford with um Saka about the other the other things that have been going on behind the scenes that are actually affecting you know the community the free footballers thankfully because of the money that they're earning they can take themselves away they don't need to come back home they don't need to come back here and do and you know come head to head with the racism that's faced here they can go away enjoy themselves a little bit you know take a break from the social media but for the rest of the general public for the rest of the black community um, they put issues to be faced they want to talk about the how the uk is not racist they want to talk about and put that in a bloody report well euro 2021 has really shown us something completely different um. I want to add something as well, yeah. I think the media is not showing it because they don't want another George Floyd thing. Because, like, fam, I heard some guy got thrown into the train tracks. Another guy got thrown into the river. And then there's this one, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this, but this black girl, like, the black girl, she didn't die. Exactly. You get me? So, like, right now, after George Floyd, things haven't fully calmed down. I'm pretty sure that's still fresh in, in, the, in people's minds, you get me? And you're telling me, what we just had George Floyd, and you're telling me people are still doing this? Nah, fam, allow it, like, you get me? So, like, maybe oh. that, that's why the, the media isn't sharing it as well, to just, uh, to, you know, not perpetuate or arouse people's anger again. Because no, no, no. right now we're in a delicate spot where, so if, so if something like that comes out again, <laughs> black people are moving. Yeah, but no, I think I think I think this is this is how these this is how these corporations work and they're they're quite crafty with the with the way in which they do things. Because they're focusing on Sancho, Bashford and Saka because they don't want because if they focus on everything else that would just discredit and disprove the the things like the um which the report where it says um britain isn't institutionally racist it will just it will just disprove everything that they, they they're trying to present britain as so let's 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 just have it right they uh, let's just have that right um and I, and another thing that i want to reiterate these um people Rashford, san sancho and saka they're not martins they're not like they're not they're not they didn't give their life to like um, um football and, and as the face of racism as if to say like oh my god like you know I, that, like this is the face of racism no like let's let's not let's let's not let's not confuse the two what happened to them is is wrong yes the racist racism that they experienced the online attacks that they experienced is completely wrong however they're not the they're not the poster child or the other the ones that are like 
you know, that are, that are, that are, that are like living living in some living in places in, in Manchester, London, or whatever, where, where where they're being racially attacked physically, mentally, economically. Like let's not let's not confuse the two because the fight still remains, and that's what that that's what that's what they're trying to be. They're using them as a distractor from from those things, from those issues being discussed. So, and to that girl that did like yo, you don't do you don't add anything to a situation like this you don't add anything to a situation like this so black people that do that for no for no reason that just takes away from the people that are actually going be, going through these things and then one more thing i wanted i wanted to add like some some things that did come out of this like people have been reporting people that said racist things on 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 uh, on on twitter on instagram these things are happening like change little change is coming like it's all all bad and no, no i think that we are we as a black community now are standing up against that and we are reporting people and stuff like that so yeah but i think that's it anybody else have anything else they want to like say contribute and stuff like that <clears throat> i feel like you know you get more awareness on the issue it reminds everyone a little bit to hold themselves accountable. Because when when people witness the oppression, let's say, you know, I don't know, there's been some, uh, you know, some of these BLM white girls who have been a little bit, you know, uh, kind, let's say. But um, that's that's obviously it's a sticky situation. But I feel like with the media and the censorship and the selective pushing of things, I feel like you're definitely right on that one. But they just want everyone to focus on the end of COVID. And guys. Pandemic's been crazy, but wow, it's a new world when we leave it, guys. So let's hit it strong. Anyways, fair that's, enough. That's well, um, tough. Any any final comments? Any final words? Yeah, in terms of um, just as black people, yeah, remember that we're a minority, and uh, that's important to remember. In terms of like. Sometimes we go on Twitter and you're you're seeing black people. Just because you see a lot of black people and there's black people in your circle and your proximity doesn't mean there's a lot of black people in your proximity. You get me? And it's important to remember that so you're not filled with this um, um, overconfidence produced by ignorance of your current situation. So you always need to be aware of what's really going on. You always need to know what the numbers are saying, you get me? And why certain things aren't happening for black people and that because, you know, we... This is just an end close, but like, you know, like, fam, it's... That, I, I can't even begin to address it because it ties into everything. Media, acting, entertainment. As long as black people are entertaining, we'll always be loved. And when we serve no purpose, that that's how we get treated. So we just need to support each other and, you know, strengthen our own structures, essentially, so we don't have to rely on them liking us. You get me? And make sure that you stay up to date with us on Crisis Talk. Share our platforms and our and your listening streams with a friend. Let everyone know who we are and what we're about. And we'll catch you next time on an episode of Crisis Talk. And also thank you, big shout out to Tafara um, from, from Sliders Pod from joining our podcast today.